the hills. This episode is Share House Nation. Hello. Welcome to Share House Nation. I'm Darcy Fox. I'm Sabrina Salvatore. And uh, this is the most professional intro that we've done. <laughs> we thought about it. We did it four times. Because it's really hard to go back and forth when you don't know, is Share House one word? We decided it was two. It is one. <laughs> it's one word. But this is the podcast where we talk about living in a house that others also live in. We live in the same house. Yes, we do do that. And it's all about, I mean, like houses, relationships, sharing space. And, and anything else that we deem that we want to talk about. Exactly. Today uh, we have deemed is the Frankenstein episode because we ain't got no theme. No it's theme. A, it's a bit of everything. It's a bit of mismatching. We don't have a guest. It's just it's you just and me. You and me, baby. Yeah, the authentic, do I don't know, authentic? Original. Uh, That's original. what I meant. And authentic, I guess. <laughs> I mean, we don't What's do much planning. the synthetic duo of us? <laughs> My job was like synthetic, artificial, that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a bit Frankenstein-y, but I want to talk to I want to talk to you, to Darcy. Me? Okay. I mean, obviously. Please, this is what it, our podcast what it is. is. Um, I want to say that everything's going to be okay. Mm. I'm sorry that life has hit you not with their best shot, with a shit shot. And hit you're not me happy. With a shit, shit shot. Yeah. You're not wrapped. The console um, has returned. No, it's fucking back. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. We do a dance class, but Sabrina and I and our friend Paige, we do a burlesque dance class. It's very fun. We're learning the Roaring Twenties this term. We're learning to Charleston and our concert is next week. And I'm going to have herpes <laughs> on stage. Her exact words to me was, I don't want to be a herpes bitch. I want to be a hot bitch. And I was like, I get it. No one wants to watch a herpes bitch do the Charleston. <laughs> well, I guess the audience will have no choice in that matter. <laughs> but I think it's going away. Like Thank I you. think it's I think you got the pills. I yeah. think it's fine, but you've not been good. I asked her earlier, I was like, Oh, do you want a hug? And I went and hugged her. She's like, Can you what what did you say? She said I'd like her herpes free existence. <laughs> and then I was like, I cannot give you that. Mm. And it was unfortunate. But it's going to be okay. Thank you. I appreciate you and I love you. I love you too. Last week our episode was about being robbed. Yes. And we did get a little message about being robbed, which I'm going to read. And it's um, coincidentally from one of Jess's best friends who's also named Jess. Yeah. So shout out to Jess or her nickname is Bont. So shout out. Yippee. Yippee. Woo. Thanks for sending Okay, she says, when I was about 13, my parents saved up and took us to the Gold Coast. It was a massive deal since mum had been studying for so long. Anyway, a week into the holiday, we were robbed overnight while we all slept upstairs in our apartment. They took all the cash, mum's glasses, camera and all the photos we had taken during our first family holiday outside of Vic. Why would they take the photos that you took? dick! Like, who would take the pictures? Like, I'm going to really ruin this family yeah it's like holiday. i don't want they can't hold on to their memories no. like oh dick move dick move we spent the whole day with the cops someone had found Mum's bag a few streets up from our apartment completely empty we couldn't cancel the credit cards in time so we practically had to spend the rest of the holiday hanging around the resort pool this is so sad <laughs> and there's like a family just being like hey like just, just hanging the pool around the, again the pool the God. following night Mum was super paranoid and set up boogie traps 
booby, booby traps, I assume. <laughs> Not boogie traps. Like they weren't just going <laughs> to break traps. into a... <laughs> break into like a 70s disco <laughs> hustle. No. <laughs> Soldiering out of here. Yeah. Um, around the whole apartment in case it happened again. And sure enough, as soon as the lights were out, they came back. This time my they parents... They came back? Yeah. These rubbers the were not shit? done. They're like, we got your photos, but you know what else we need? I don't know. What, what else do you need? What a fucking... No, that's mm. real. And also super cocky. Like they're going to mm. hit the same place twice. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. What assholes. Um, yeah, so this time, this time my parents rigged up a plastic chair to one of the back doors. So if anyone tried to open it, it would make a massive noise when it fell onto the tiles. As soon as the chair dropped, my parents ran downstairs, but they had already taken off. We called the cops, but they never showed. We waited by the door all day for them to come and get fingerprints. When we went back to the apartment, the cleaning lady was there and she never came to the apartment while we were there and she was cleaning the doorknobs. Safe to say it was an inside job. Oh, shit. That's so dodgy. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, that's that's very upsetting yeah. for many reasons. I'm sorry your holiday was ruined. By ruined by, by such a dick bag. And yeah, inside job. It mm. definitely was. Mm-hmm. So I'm wiping the doorknobs. Yeah. A bit suspicious. It's like... But, like, why take the photos? That's the thing that gets I me. I don't understand. And as someone, as I mentioned in last episode, that also happened when I was robbed. They took your photos? They took some photos and they took, like, random posters and shit, <laughs> which was really weird. But, again, from from the scene, like, look, I don't know what happened, but from the scene that we came home to, I felt like it was, like, a group of teenagery. Like, it seemed a bit like a ruckus okay. robbery. Yeah. Or in the way of, like, Stuff being in different rooms and it being a bit like, ha, like it was like someone was trying to be a dick. Like it, it wasn't pe- – people weren't being efficient. They were having a really good time. <laughs> they were having a really also, good time. Also, the funniest thing about my robbery was – and Jess can attest to this. I can't believe I didn't mention it last week. Um, so they stole all my shoes and on the, they stole all my shoes, all, all of, of them. All of shoes. And I only had one pair of shoes that I happened to be wearing that night and they were these like knee-high boots <laughs> with the big heel. Like, I think you've seen yeah. them. They're yeah, like yeah, my yeah. sexy like yeah. – Boot scooting baby boots. Yeah. And I remember seeing Jess the next day because a bunch of my clothes got stolen as well. And I was like, yeah, I got robbed. And she was like, this is the randomest outfit <laughs> I've ever seen because I was wearing this really weird coat, those boots. And I was like, I don't want to be wearing these boots. But I, these are my shoes. Not my choice. I this didn't choose life. this. And um, yeah, dick. Dick move. But yeah, dick I move. feel like in this particular circumstance, like, yeah, why? Is it because they're like, ha, ah, we robbed these people. Mm. That's why it makes me weird because of the – like if it's an inside job, like like what is what is this hotel doing with all these family photos? photos? Mm, and yeah, but yeah, thanks for sending that in. I'm sad, yeah. But, sad. I mean, I hope you've redeemed your holiday. Yeah, I hope that you've been and I hope you have a nice better memory, holiday. And I hope you've had nice memories by the pool. I guess. <laughs> Now you have a a nice story of family coming together through adversity. Well, I do enjoy the innovation of the booby traps Mm. because I know that my mum, bless her, she's quite, you know, since I was young, she's quite kidnapper-phobia. Like she was always like, don't go anywhere, don't Mm. cross the road. Like she was always very like intense about those sort of things. I think we would have left. Like she would have gotten up and left. But the fact that they were like, oh, no, we're we're setting this up. Like my mum's like very, mm, I, I guess... A worry what? A worry what? Well, I mean, your mum has an experience. Yes. Do you um, want to tell that story? About the, the guy with the come, breaking in, that one? Yeah. Yeah. So this is how I'm going to send it to my favourite murder. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> One like, of our favourite podcasts. One of our favourite podcasts. So what happened was um, when mum was young, she was about 
I think she was like in her early 20s and then my auntie was like 19 at the time. Um, this Oh, this is going to go really in a dark direction, but like <laughs> what of it? Um, so someone knocked on the door. She was home and um, she answered the door and then my auntie Annie was there as well. And essentially this guy came up and he was talking to her about like how he was selling all this shit. Like he was mm. doing like a classic like salesman routine. Like, door to I've door got, salesman. I've got these plates. I got these steak knives. I got all this shit. And mum was like, okay. And my mum was like in her early 20s, freshly married to my dad. He wasn't home. He was on tour because my dad used to be in a band. You know? I didn't know your dad was a touring uh, oh, musician. Oh, he, uh, he was. He played the keys in good old City Limits. Shout out to City Limits. <laughs> City Limits. That was the band. And I used to be like, like, Nutbush City yeah, Limits? Yeah. And he was like, no, like just City Limits. And I was Side like, note Surely? about the Nutbush. Did you know that that is an Australian dance? What? Other countries don't do the Nutbush. Are you fucking... What? Yeah. International listeners are probably like, what's the Nutbush? So you know the song, Nutbush City Limits. There is a very particular dance that accompanies the Nutbush. And oh. every Australian knows this dance, but it's it's it like... I don't even know what to do with this information. Yeah, I, I assumed that the Nutbush it was... like was, the Macarena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just assumed it was like in the film clip. But then granted, I've never seen the film clip of the Nutbush. Yeah. Holy shit, I don't even know what to do with this information, considering that I'm a Nutbush lover. Like, I'm the kind of person that if I hear it, I'm running oh. to that dance floor. Who doesn't love it'll the Nutbush? Like, it'll so be like, it'll be like me, two drunk aunties, and then like the kids, and I'm, I run to it, yeah. you know? I actually had this conversation recently with my stepdad, because he said that the thing that he hates the most at family gatherings is songs that you have to dance to. Like, so he was saying the chicken dance, Macarena, hates that shit. Yeah. And I was like, I stand by the other ones, but, but I was like, but Nutbush. Nutbush is a killer. It's yeah. a banger. But anyway, back to the story <laughs> another tangent um so essentially a guy was selling all this shit at the front door and then um he was like showing merchandise and then he got out a knife and was like and bent it and was like bent it like and bent yeah, it yeah and then he was like see this knife and the mum was like yeah and he was like this is what i'm gonna cut your throats with holy and shit. then my mum was like bye and then essentially she says that it went slow motion. She was like, it went slow motion. And I was like, okay. That's and then terrifying. And because Annie Annie was behind her, she literally like grabbed Annie, moved her aside and then went to slam the door on him. Yeah. Because this was they didn't have a fly screen. So yeah. it was just like door mm-hmm. to person. And then essentially she went to slam the door, but then he put his foot in the door to try and break in. And then she apparently just kept slamming it until, Good. Ev- until eventually he was like, ah. And then she closed the door, yeah. locked it. But then instead of calling the police, she just like called my uncle and then called ah. and then called my dad and then called like all Maybe the, call the police. News, and then they all just kind of like rocked up and then he ended up fleeing and then mm, thank I, God. I, think, I think eventually they called the police. But yeah, I mean I think that and many other incidences. My mum, you know, she's she's a gold mine of stories. Didn't actually. you almost get kidnapped as a child? I did. Yes. I almost got kidnapped as a child. <laughs> so like it's kind of fair why your mum was a bit worried. <laughs> And that's, I mean, again, that's another story, I guess, not for this podcast, for My Favourite Murder, which I will be sending in my stories. But yeah, that is a genuinely very intense one. Uh, Mm. But yeah. Horrible. So my mum, I definitely feel like if there was a near robbery or anything like that, my mum would be like, we're moving. We out. We're done. Like, so, I mean. Very fair. Shout out to Connie. Shout out to Convict. She's great. You know? Second week in a row, Connie's getting a personal shout out. I know. Love you. Because she's fantastic. So I will um, read a story from a fan. They want to remain anonymous, which all good in this hood. Yeah. Um, We ain't no schnitzers. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) snitches. Sorry, I had schnitz yesterday. We ain't no schnitzers. Schnitzers get stitches. No. I had schnitz yesterday, actually. It's was really it, was good. It good? Yeah, Parmageddon yeah. wrap. It was Parmageddon. amazing. Parmageddon. 
All right. So, hem, hem, hem. Uh, so this is the story. So um, she said, going to change the name just in case mate hears and podcast and wants to remain on this. But, mm. So just disclaimer, mm-hmm. these aren't people's names. So she goes, so I lived with a mate in our first year of uni and it was both our first time living out of home. We were a few months into living together. It was a steep learning curve. After a few passive aggressive notes, we found a happy medium. It was a beautiful sunny day and... I, like the new adult I was, got excited <laughs> to do laundry. Oh, it is a it, thing. Yeah, it definitely is a thing. It had been the dread of winter and it took me 500 years for things to dry on <laughs> I, the clothes I, horse. I feel that. Because we were too poor to put the heater on. Oh, yeah, I feel that, girl. <laughs> um, I went around the house. I was on the third load of laundry for the day, all the clothes and bed linens done. I went to the bathroom to get my towels off the back of the door. Wait, yeah, towels off the back of the door to wash and the tea towels, chuck them all in. For the... For the past few months, I never saw their their towels in the bathroom, but they showered regularly, so I guess they just went into their room. Anyhow, I went into H's bedroom. That's who she's – H's for housemate. Mm. Um, H's uh, room and asked for their towels as I was doing alone. Yeah, mine are in the bathroom, H said. We both walked down to the bathroom. I just went in there and I got mine – I just went in there and got mine, but I couldn't see yours. And then H then goes, oh, yeah, they're on the back of the door. And then I followed up with, oh, no, those are – those ones are mine. I got those. I was after yours. And then they then state extremely confident, oh, yeah, I've just been using those. Saves on laundry. Uh, and then it clicked. What? Wait, have you just been using my towels? I said, H goes, yeah, we always just did that at home. Use whatever towels was there. This- so for months I had unknowingly been sharing towels. I was mortified and I couldn't hide it. They honestly thought it was completely normal and had no issue. Safe to say I kept my towels in my room from then on. Fire. God, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, like, you're not living at home anymore, dear. Yeah, like, and again, it's a it's a house-by-house basis. Yeah. But rule of thumb, yeah. anything that's on your naked body mm. probably isn't cool. Like, yeah. we've gotten to a point now where we're a bit, of, we're a bit towel-sherry now. Yeah, but, like, I wouldn't take a towel that is hanging in the bathroom and use it. I'll use a clean towel from because we keep our linen in the box in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, in the box in the bathroom. So. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a towel that's hanging and be like, Mine. Yeah, no. I keep. I, I take my I towels ass- to the, my bedroom. I would assume a hanging towel would mean a used towel. Yes, exactly. So then I'd be like, okay, don't want to reuse that. I mean, yeah. again, nothing against you. Don't think you have cuties or anything. I have herpes, so look, <laughs> it's probably fair. That is a way to spread it. You're like, that's how it Spreading goes. awareness through this podcast. podcast. You can get it through towels. Yes. <laughs> can you actually? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, see, I'm learning shit today. The nut bush not being – th- I'm sorry. I'm really reeling. Like, I want people – please send in. Did you know this? Like, am I am – I Have again? you read this? Have you read this? Like, I don't even know what to do with this information. Anyway, but yes, that is weird. I don't mm. I don't agree. I don't concur. And again, like, it comes down to house by house. But I feel like they're, they're both first living out of home. Wouldn't you just assume that, like, yeah, towels, not communal? And, like – but, like, you don't want to use – if a towel's hanging, I like you said, it would be a used towel. And uh, oftentimes the used towels are a bit damp. Yeah. So why would you it, want to use a damp towel? Who wants to get out towel? of a shower and have a damp towel? It ain't pleasant. It ain't pleasant. But anyway, thank you very much for your story. Um, yeah, fair enough. Keep that shit in your room. Yeah. But, yeah, it is always I, – I enjoy the fact that you were like, yeah, after the learning curve of the passive-aggressive <laughs> notes. <laughs> we all go through it. We I all mean, go through it. You know, I mean, I, ha- I, mean I haven't. You know, I've, I've, I've had a lot of passive-aggressive – um, I don't know, just vibes, but not, not notes. <laughs> not notes. Well, I'm struggling with the urge to give our neighbour a passive-aggressive note right now. Oh, uh, 
Darcy is not happy <laughs> with the music. The music. The, again, just the music. I've named the him Steve. I don't know what his name is, but I've named him Steve. And he just listens to the radio and CDs that skip. Yeah, CDs that, like, I think he's a record player guy. I have that feeling. No, but they're skipping. Yeah, but records can do that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I feel like, like, I don't know. But, yeah, and also a really random selection. So last week we had Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Mm. Okay, so we had some 80s bangers. Then we had some Nirvana. Mm. Then we had some random Tekka. He loves Ballroom Blitz. Oh, he loves Ballroom Blitz. <laughs> Every now and again, I'm just in the kitchen. I'm like, Ballroom Blitz. <laughs> I'm just like making my cup of tea. I think the problem is I think it's my problem because I love to nap. <laughs> See, I think it, and it's sometimes I have to say to Darcy, like, it is 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> like, you can't be that mad. And she's just like, nah. Steve and she's like banging the walls like I hate this guy and I'm just like I just like it is your problem because you love a nap your classic thing is two to four two to four she has a nap from two to four. Oh god I sound like such a like drain on society and here's the thing I'm a classic I'm the musician guys what can you expect what can you expect she's an artist an she artist. needs her rest okay <laughs> good uh, and with that um should we take a little break let's have a little break <laughs> Welcome back. Yes. We have a story here sent in from Mike who is on his own podcast called Genuine Chit Chat. Yeah, so look that up. So give give Mike with Genuine Chit Chat a little listen. He uh, has sent in and said, Okay, so once while living in a previous house when sharing with two other dudes who were good friends of mine, I went into my upstairs bathroom for the usual – yeah, and saw <laughs> the usual bathroom. I saw the end of a carrot that had been eaten up to the nub, so the size of half a thumb, okay. on the side directly next to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Puzzled, I lifted up the toilet seat, <laughs> expecting to find more carrot. Instead, there were dried blots of blood on the seat. Oh! I asked my mate who lived upstairs in the room next to mine, and he laughed in disbelief. So I asked my other friend, with, and with a shady look, he said it was his, and he must have forgot he left it there. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> um, he wouldn't give me an answer about the blood. I think what? He, I, okay, so I think he he forgot he left the carrot there, but he wouldn't he, be he, like. He so what's this blood doing here? Like, yeah. Okay. I think he picked a spot on his leg, or maybe shaved, bled on the seat, didn't check the seat, but somehow forgot about the carrot he was eating three quarters <laughs> of the way through. Left it on the side before leaving the bathroom and not seeing anything out of place. God <laughs> just damn. a bit of a weird toilet story. I uh, yeah, that's weird. Why are you eating the carrot in the bathroom? Why are you eating in the bathroom? Yeah, look, I wouldn't eat in the bathroom. I wouldn't eat in the bathroom, but more importantly, a carrot? Like, that seems like, and also enough that you would just, you obviously didn't cut it into sticks. Like, you would just jump on a carrot, carrot, Bugs Bunny style, and then you were just like, "Eh," and then just carry on with it. And then doing whatever it is that's making you bleed. Like, I'm a firm believer in a, I love a a schwine, which is a shower wine. Mm. Sometimes when I'm in the shower, I have a wine. wine. Or a sheer, a shower beer, Mm. or vice versa for um, shath and bath being just bath, which is beer in the the bar. <laughs> but I'm not bringing a snack in there. Like, that's weird. No. I mean, 
potentially a bath with a snack, but I haven't done it. I just... Nah, I'm going to go with... But then you have, like, wet hands. Like, yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> the only things you could eat would be, like, grapes or something. Things that, like, doesn't matter like if it gets classic, wet. Which is, like, a classic, like, you want it to be fed to you because you're like... <laughs> you're like, I'm in the bath. <laughs> I'm in the bath. Feed me some grapes. Yeah. Like, we're in, like, Roman times. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, really weird. Thanks, Mike. And um, check out his podcast. Look at us having podcast friends. Yeah. It's crazy. Cross promo. Oh, well, thanks. Um, speaking of promo, this is going to be my segue. I'm going to do Great some, segue. I'm going to do some shameless promoting. She's going to do some shameless promoting. Yes, I am. Um, so I, as well as Darcy, um, are a musician of sorts. Um, yes, a I have. I have released a single. It's called Aldi. Please and it's amazing. It. Please check it out. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so streaming that. So feel free to stream that. But also. Can you I, spell that? A-L-D-I. Yeah, cool. I don't know, some people might not know what LD is. All right, fair enough. Um, and, yeah, it's just a classic self-deprecating bop. Also, <laughs> I have a show on the 19th of October at the Workers' Club, and I would love to see people This is in Melbourne too, by the in, way, oh, for yeah, anyone who doesn't know. The Workers' Club in Melbourne on Brunswick Street. Yeah. Um, it's a matinee show on a Saturday afternoon, which is a little bit weird, but it means that like you can start some drinking there and then you can party launch on. off into your Saturday plans. So mm. it means that you don't have to do that weird, like, but I have a party later. Oh, Too you bad. Can, you, have you, no... can, you have no excuse. You can come to that and then go to your party. Exactly. That's the thing. So I would love to see it. I'm also having Miss Darcy Fox open for me, Yo. which is awesome. And then our other beautiful friend, Monica Caro, opening as well. Um, she'll probably be, and um, I'm forcing her to come on this podcast. She doesn't know it yet, but it's happening. Cool. And um, Lady Lady Power. Lady Power. So I'm very excited. And also I'm selling some merch for also for Sharehouse Nation mm. and for the show. I'll do a little cheeky post tomorrow. Yeah, you can see what we'll be working on. Yeah. I mean, I you should know. just say it? Yeah, I guess. So I've <laughs> no been secrets here. I've been, no secrets here. I've been recycling cans for quite some time. We love recycling. We love recycling. But I'm also sad about the fact that our recycling in Australia ain't so good ever since the awkward China situation. Mm. Uh, so we were selling a bunch of our recycling to China. They no longer want to buy it. So now a lot of our recycling is just going to landfill, which is upsetting. Uh, Not cool. Keeps, keeps me up at night. So I've been I've been keeping all of our cans and then repurposing them as pots and mm. repotting succulents in them. So I decided. Why don't we make some Sharehouse Nation succulents? Succulents. And then, yeah, so I'm painting some cans and succulents. So if you like plants and you like recycling, Mm. this is for you. Yeah. A a pot plant, but a can. And it kind of works in the vein of Sharehouse Nation because a succulent is something you keep in your house. It is. And it's also very um, low maintenance. So if you're one of those people that's like, but I kill plants, you're like, you can't really kill a succulent. No. It's kind of just kicks it like you don't have to do shit so that's cool and then i'll also for for my stuff i'm a floral clown floral clown (laughs) (laughs) oh that's the best (laughs) i am you're a floral clown (laughs) i am a floral clown no i am a floral crown enthusiast i wear them i make them so i'll be making some for my show so um very cute keep your eyes on that and that is some shameless promo that's the promo corner and And, out and out excellent (laughs) anyway segueing into more content more content um yes more content Um, i I don't know whether to apologize with how random this episode is but also like no it's frankenstein episode it's frankenstein we're just we're being real about it all right we're still talking about houses also we're literally we um we're recording this on the saturday we mm. usually record on a Tuesday. Mm. Literally, grand final day. Yeah. Um, we could hear the crowd so loud as they're yelling at the MCG. CG, to quote a bit of... A small town alien. Yeah. And Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, 
Um, this wasn't really well thought out, but thank no. you. Uh, so I'm going to get on the thing. To our international listeners, the, the grand final is a sporting <laughs> event uh, held at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, which is AFL football. And uh, neither Sabrina or I give two shits about it. <laughs> I like it in the way that sports brings people together mm. and that people enjoy sport. No qualms, but I've never been a sporting gal. No. And neither has Darcy, as we are art folk. Yeah, <laughs> art folk. <laughs> um, okay, so my story is from classic Reddit once again. What's your terrible house, house share story? And so a good old Reddit thread. We there. love Reddit oh for our God. content. We love Reddit. It's also from someone called Fantasy Fair. So Cool. I mean, good on them. Thank you. It was also posted two years ago. So it's, a, it's an oldie, but a goodie, cool. I imagine. Let's do it. So. I was living in Doondon. I'm sure someone's going to correct that shit. It's probably mm. not Doondon. But anyway, Dundon. I was I was living in Doondon. Wait, wait. In New Zealand? Yeah. Dunedin. Dunedin. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> and I've started off brilliantly. I was living in Dunedin, <laughs> Dunedin. In, in, in New Zealand. Well, <laughs> come on, see how this shit yeah, is Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Dunedin. Yeah. I was living in Dunedin in New Zealand while trying to study at the uni down there. I formed a group of four and found a place for us to live. I knew everyone for about a year, so I thought that would be fine. If if of the girls, I think it means to say one of the girls. Mm. One of the girls started dating a guy, but I didn't meet him for a while. They There were drugs and loud music, etc., but that was pretty standard in Dunedin. Dunedin. <laughs> Dunedin. Fuck. Anyway. Anyway, one day there's a knock at the door and it's the police with the girl's boyfriend. Mm. He'd been in lockup for a couple of nights for attempted murder. (gasps) I didn't really know the details. They went to release him to us at our place since they can't hold him until his court date. I'm not happy but obliged to sign the form. Turns out the form I signed meant that he had several months house arrest at our place. (gasps) Oh, my God. He can't leave and the cops come by roughly twice a week to make sure he's still there. (laughs) He has no money, so him and his girlfriend, my housemate, start selling drugs from the house. Cool. At this point, they can't leave and are making a lot of terrible friends, so they start having parties fairly regularly. Or why the cops are continuing to drop drop by unannounced. Things start going missing from the house and the rest of us put locks a bit on our bedroom doors, etc. And then things start breaking. Not normal things. The toilet and the sink is one of in one of our bathrooms were smashed. The place oh, started falling apart. The three of us um, that were left tried to talk to her a number of times, told them to leave, told the cops he wasn't welcome anymore. Nothing changed. The three of us that remained eventually all moved on, forfeiting our deposits, etc. but just happy to be gone. Oh, God. She changed so quickly from pleasant to impossible. I saw her again a few years later. She was working as a prostitute in Melbourne, Aww. and it seems that life hadn't really changed for her in terms of lifestyle. Right. So, I mean... That's bad. That's pretty bad. I think the worst thing about it is the fact that you sign a form and they're like, oh, so this guy that isn't your housemate is going is to now stay here under house arrest in your house. Yeah. Like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I guess that's read before you sign. Yeah, I guess that's a classic story of like, a read the fine tale. print. Mm. Like, but yeah, so sorry about that. Um, that sounds pretty rough, actually. Fair, fantasy fair. Again, I come in with the weird, real stories. <laughs> I hope that girl's okay. I hope yeah. she's living, you know, again, I'm all about sex worker rights, nothing bad about being a prostitute, but I'm more just about like, obviously you had a scumbaggy boyfriend yeah. uh, that had no money and decided to do drugs from your house. And was also done for attempted murder. Yeah, what happened there? Like no other context there. Just, just, just like attempted murder and then being like, fine, I'll find this side. <laughs> I don't know if, like, I mean... I would definitely be like, if, fuck if the I, bond, If I was I'm dating someone and then they <laughs> were just convicted... Was it convicted or just accused? Well, it says the the exact wording is he'd been on lock-up for a couple on of nights. On lock-up. Okay, so, so maybe it was like, a... 
I, what happened? Yeah. Like, was there like, a, did someone see it and then they intervened and then locked uh, him up? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I was I just date someone who you know tries to kill I, uh, someone, then they have to live here. See, again, I'm a classic people pleaser. And, <laughs> I don't, and I don't like to rock the boat. So you'd be like, this is fine. Yeah, I reckon I'd be the I'd be the dickhead that signs it. Where Michael, <laughs> on the other hand, would be like, no, <laughs> he is the backbone of our relationship. I do not have one. But yeah, messed up story, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you were right. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. definitely messed up. But um, yeah. Well, Locus. this has been it's Frankenstein been a weird one. episode. Frankenstein app. So, do you think that you can do the socials today, Sabrina? <laughs> do you think you have it in you? <laughs> I'm just nervous now. All right, I will try. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, you should see the pained look on her face. <laughs> she's really trying to remember I the really, name of the podcast really that she's try- on. Fuck. All right. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. This is Sharehouse Nation. Yep. If you would like to send us a story, mm-hmm. please send it to us at www. No. <laughs> Have you ever sent an email before? <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. What am I doing? Okay. It's the pressure, guys. Okay. I um, understand. I know. I'll stop looking us. at you so intensely. Sorry, stop looking at me. Okay. Please send it to... <laughs> ShareHouseNation@gmail.com. Yes, yes. Well done. And you can follow us at ShareHouseNation. Yep. On Instagram. Yep. And on Twitter at ShareHousePod. Yes. We have not tweeted anything yet. Oh, we have tweeted a couple of things. We're just a little. Well, as in know. I haven't. Darcy <laughs> has. Well, and then Facebook is also just ShareHouseNation. Share I'm sorry. Hey, um, guys, I'm on the uh, lookout for a new <laughs> podcast host. Like, There's only one this... prerequisite is that you remember the name of the podcast. You're like, um, it's pretty simple. Just know where the fuck you are. Know what you're promoting. Great. Um, anyway, on Facebook at Share House Nation. Amazing. Um, yes. Thank you very much. Thank you so um, much I for hope, listening. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed your grand final uh and i hope that you're with us next week after this episode <laughs> goodbye love you bye <laughs> is that weird to say i love you <laughs> <laughs>